A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Ah, oh, Cilla Black. With her old face and her old nose and those lovely teeth. I was told a very charming story about Scylla Black, which uh, I might get uh, Ailiff to tell you about a bit later on. But um, she met the woman who is an icon in this country, let's face it, and uh, has a very charming vignette that I think tells you all you need to know about the late Scylla Black. Now, we've all thought about this, and don't pretend you're any better than anyone else, right? How sweet it would be to exact a stylish, clever classy yet brutal revenge on someone who's trampled on your ego or slightly worse but only slightly worse your heart right wouldn't it be sweet to show them how wrong they were to mess with you didn't they know who they were dealing with how could they their tiny minds couldn't understand it and then you realize that you're talking like a villain from a batman movie maybe you should calm down and get a bit of perspective right revenge I've got a few stories about revenge coming up in the show. People who've been suspicious of lovers and have put their parents in as honey traps. For God's sake, what part of that sounds good in your head? Uh, and also people who have exacted revenge on their ex-partner's possessions. Because that'll teach them, won't it? When they're a permanent fixture in your home and you have to look at them the whole time. That'll show them. So, revenge. We're asking tonight, is it a dish best served cold or are you essentially drinking poison and expecting the other person to die? Your thoughts on this, please? Because we've all toyed with the idea. See, what I find is more useful to me to just sort of, you know, get a little bit of clearance of an issue. And it may take years and years, but what I like is kind of mild-mannered revenge that I know about, and they probably don't, but it makes me feel better because I'm petty, right? For example, I found my old... Diaries, And when I say old diaries, I mean I was about 11. And in one of the entries, boys never looked at me. They never looked at me because I looked like another little boy, to be honest. And I was geeky and I talked funny uh, and I read books and I didn't have any boobs. So um, they were, I was ignored for the most part throughout school and um, I'm fine with that. I found this diary and it said one day that uh, my life was about to change because a boy had asked me out and he was clever and funny and fit and my god he obviously really fancies me and he's really fancied me for ages and yeah and now we're going out and it's brilliant and I can't wait to go to school in the morning okay then you turn the page and uh, there's one sentence it was all a joke I remember that tell you how well I remember that? He was, and he doesn't know this, the victim of my mild-mannered revenge. Because years later, and I mean like three years ago, 
tried to add me on Facebook. So what I did was this. All right, yeah, I'll add you. And then I'll block you. Because that was just a joke. Yeah, how'd you like that? He won't know. He won't know. He won't know. But the petty devil on my shoulder knows, and it feels good, I'm going to tell you. And also, there's no lasting harm done. Just feels like, you know, we, we closed that chapter. I'm done now. We're all cool. I would love it if you tried to add me. Uh, no, we're all cool. We're done. 0344-499-1000. Revenge, OK? Maybe something you've done that no one knows. One of those kind of mild-mannered acts of revenge, which is really just for your own benefit. It's not going to harm anybody. They're not going to know that you're as petty as you are. But let's face it, we've all got that streak, haven't we? Uh, or maybe um, revenge that, that was slightly further fetched. I'm going to tell you... Let me tell you about this woman, right? Here it is. Um, hang on, let me find it properly. Here we go. A mother of three got revenge on her cheating ex-husband by turning his record collection into her new kitchen floor. Sonia Barton, 47, just in case you wanted ages, wanted to overhaul her old kitchen after living in her home in Belper, Derbyshire for 13 years. This is all very specific, now no timelines, always useful for stories. The children's entertainer, aha, that explains a lot of the craft work that's going on with her floor, of which I'll explain more in a second. The children's entertainer spent hundreds of hours over a whole year transforming her kitchen piece by piece as part of her forever home. I thought they only used that term forever home for, like, rehomed dogs and stuff. <laughs> as part of the transformation, she opted to use some of the vinyl records left behind by her ex-husband, who she claims cheated, to redecorate her kitchen floor. The collection includes records from Dire Straits. OK, probably best that these are out of circulation. <laughs> Jets Yaz, is that right or is that a, uh, is that a typo? Jets Yaz, Hands Up, Shawaddy Waddy, How Dare You, and Paper Lace. She said some of them are my ex-husbands. Aha, now, OK, this is getting watered down now. They're not all our ex-husbands. It amuses me. It makes me laugh every time I walk in the kitchen and I see him. Take that! And that! Can you imagine? Each section is bordered by small tiles because I didn't want to do it in all in one go so I can still use my kitchen. In response, her ex-husband, Jason Burt, told the Mail Online, I'm not saying anything. I haven't got a reaction to this. Probably for the best. Probably for the best, you know what I mean? I don't think he needs to say anything. Let's just have a little quiet thought about what Jason might be thinking. Yeah. Sonia estimates she spent... £2,500 on the dream project and that the most expensive element was sourcing 5,000... Yes, you heard it right. 5,000 miniature flower buttons that make up part of the floor. The mother of three said, I love DIY and I love colour, so it just evolved. I originally wanted to do records on the floor when I was married, but my husband at the time didn't like the idea, so as soon as we split, I decided to do it. It's been a labour of love for me. I started it over a year ago and spent evenings and weekends working on it. Sonia, well, OK, well, it's a constructive use of time. Sonia says she began the project in October 2018 after deciding to completely overhaul her kitchen and install a new floor, worktops, doors, drawers, kickboard and architrave, which is a word I didn't think I would be saying by the time when I woke up this morning. Do you know what? I think that this is um, a story about a woman who thinks she's doing a DIY project and people are interested in a DIY project but actually we just want to hear the gory details of um, what went on to cause the record thing. Uh, I made all the doors and drawers. I love vibrant colours so I decided to paint the doors. She's painted them pink. 
I spent ages looking at tiles and I couldn't find any that I liked, so I brought some plain white tiles home and then I decoupaged them and I put resin on them. The worktops were an eBay bargain. She, she definitely thinks she's doing a how-to. The worktops were an eBay bargain, which I was able to install with help from a friend. For the floor, I bought the buttons and then I added coins and records. I glued them on the floor and I put a resin over them. The buttons were the hardest part. They took hours and hours and hours and there are thousands of tiny flower buttons on the floor. All of them are different. Imagine if you buy this house, right, and you want to change the floor at some point. I know it's her forever home, but... I mean... Sonia decided to add in some vinyl records from her ex-husband's collection and to make each section of the floor in small stages so she could continue to use her kitchen. Practical, you see. She added that her friends and family have all been amazed by the kitchen. I can imagine. Let's just have a little moment where we imagine the reaction of her friends and family. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's definitely different. You won't, no, you won't see another one like that. Sonia said most of my friends have seen it as it's been coming along. Some have seen photos. Oh, she takes photos and shows people. And have said it's a bit mad, but they've said it works when they've come and seen it. It's bonkers and it reflects me. It's a hard-wearing kitchen, so it should last forever. I feel happy just being in it. Stepping inside brings a smile to my face no matter how I'm feeling. It uplifts your soul. Bless her, she really thinks she's done a DIY feature there for the Daily Mail. Can you imagine? She told all her friends and then you get the, the headline, which is this. Woman gets revenge on her cheating ex-husband by turning his beloved record collection into her new kitchen floor. Sonia, is this what you meant to do? No, they said they just wanted to look at me buttons. Uh, hello, Alan Caddick. Hi, Kath. Hello, Alan Caddick. I dare say you're not a vengeful person, are you? No, I'm not the vengeful type. No. Uh, but, but if I did have revenge on someone, it would be cold and heartless. I bet, and I would not want to cross you, Alan Caddick, because I know you have a wild imagination. Hey, if you were going to stick a uh, record to the floor, never to be heard again, what would it be? The Floor Dance by Terry Wogan. Oh, really? Never liked it when I was a youngster and still don't like it now. All right, I'll put that on the list for sticking to Sonia's floor. I, I'm sure she'd be up for her suggestions. What have you got for us today, Alan Caddick? Well, I've, I've got this sort of mad idea. First of all, who's that answering the phone? Because it's not Sam, it's not Hayley, it's not Amy. No. Who is it? Why do you want to know? No, because I'd like to know who... Because I'd like to say who's that and it's just put me straight through. It might be that she wants to remain incognito. Do you want to remain incognito or do you mind me telling him? It's Aleph. It's Aleph Mills. Hayley? Yeah, OK, yeah. All right. Is the governor back Monday? I, I presume so, yes. Unless he's took another couple of days off. He might do. He's like that. He's a, he's a, man, of, he's a man of whims. Yeah, he's, he's not really. He's, back, he's doing on Twitch and all that. Yeah, no, he's, he's more a man of having to earn money, so I dare say we'll be back on Monday. Are you missing him? Only a tiny bit. Yeah, same. Yeah, because I, 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 want, I want him to give me an update on rabbit hole tickets on Monday. Oh, yeah. Have you looked? Have you Googled it? I thought Ian was going to put me on the guest list for the Birmingham rabbit hole. Yeah, he will do. You have to turn up this time, though. Yeah, t yeah because I've been waiting. I've been campaigning for the rabbit hole to come to Birmingham. I know, but you've been campaigning and then you said, oh, I might be busy. Let's have a look. No, uh, I'm definitely coming to this rabbit hole. Are you? Yeah. Uh, and will you stay awake? Because didn't you go to a gig and fall asleep once? That was for my birthday. Well, exactly. But that was because it was late uh, at night. But I just in the afternoon, you've got my full undivided attention. All right, let's have a look. Uh, rabbit hole. Let's see if we've got the... I'm Googling it for you, which you could have done. Birmingham, Birmingham Glee Club. 26th of April 2020. 
That's Sunday afternoon, isn't it? I mean, now I've got to look in my calendar. Why don't you... Um, right, hang on. 26th of April, 26th of April. Yes. Yeah, can, can you squeeze us in? Yeah, I should come straight from the paper round. <laughs> Brilliant. Will you have a spare paper or no? Mm, all the papers are accounted for. I've asked my boss. No, no, don't do that. I don't want to get you into tr- trouble with the boss. No, I can take out my wages. Oh, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. We can always buy a newspaper. Which paper are you delivering again, Alan? Well, as it's Sunday, you've got the Sun on Sunday, you've got the Sunday Mercury, you've got the Mel on Sunday, the Sunday Mer, the People, the Star on Sunday, the Sunday Express. That sounds heavy. Well, well, you've got all the magazines in there as well. So what do you do? Do you fold them all up together or do you do them individually? I put them all in my bag in delivery order. Oh, you've got a Because I work out my route. I mean, I sort out the papers three times on the route mm-hmm. and I put them in delivery order, put the magazines in, put them in the bag and then off I pop, walking away on Sunday to deliver the papers. OK. But okay. sometimes I use the bus because if it's a firehouse like that Butler Crescent or at the care home in Field Lane, I get the bus there because that saves a bit of time. But with Sunday service, it's every half hour. What are they reading in the care home these days? Well, on a weekday, they have two daily mails and a mirror, Monday to Friday. On a Saturday, they have two daily mails, a mirror and a sun. Right. And on Sundays, they have a mail on Sunday and a Sunday mirror. Well, so, all right, that sounds pretty... I mean, it sounds pretty... Um, newspaper, yeah. Well... The best paper I, I always deliver is, like, the Birmingham Mail on a weekday, right. Monday to Friday, because I have to deliver ten of them. Blimey. Is it thick, the Birmingham Mail? Because I know a lot of the local newspapers have gone quite thin. No, it's not very thick, the Birmingham Mail. It's about average size. OK. I think right. the worst paper to deliver on a Saturday... Tell me. ...is the Daily Mail, because you've got the big, bulky magazine supplement with the TV guide in oh, there. Oh, yeah, the weekend magazine. They have that at my mum and dad's house. And the sun as well. Yeah. I mean, very full coverage. Excellent work done by our colleagues there. Yeah, I mean, I usually get my TV guide in the sun every week. Do you? Do you tick off what you're going to watch? Well, I get my paper digitally on my phone. Oh, right, OK. It's still money to news international, isn't it? Not really. Well, I mean, on Google, it's four ninety nine a month for the sun. Is it? And you get a paper every day digitally. Okay, all right. I, I, I see you do it that way. I see. In that case, yes, that's fully kosher, and that that will be very helpful to people. And it's not bad four ninety nine for a monthly subscription. No, do you know? I don't know how much my um, subscription to Chat It's Fate is that I got for Christmas, um, but I think uh, it, that, it works out quite Google, well. Is that on the App Store or Google Play Store? No, that's an actual paper copy I get every month. So you have it delivered? Yeah. It's a lovely surprise. I always forget it's coming, and there it is. Uh, no, no, but there is one paper I usually buy around Christmas, the Radio Times. Oh, yeah, you've got to have a Christmas Radio Times. It was Radio a fibre last Christmas. It was what? A fibre. Cheeky swines. I mean, I remember a time when the Radio Times at Christmas was about 83p. All right, now we're wandering down memory lane about the Radio Times. I think it's time to say goodbye, Alan Caddick. I think <laughs> I bet you will. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to give us a ring, um, I mean, we can talk about revenge, or we can talk about uh, well, apparently um, the price of the Radio Times. Hello, Stephen. <clears throat> Stephen. 
Stephen. Stephen. Well, apparently. Um... Oh, he's listening. He's going to talk to the radio. Stephen, you're on. Sorry, sorry, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, oh, three pizzas never tasted so good, cat. <laughs> I was watching it. I was watching to make sure it got delivered last night. I was worried that you were going to be sitting oh, there and it didn't come. Oh no! It came within about thirty-five minutes. Oh, good. Oh, Sixteen inches of pure heaven. Good. I'm <laughs> glad. I'm glad. Did you have any left over, or did you wolf it? I've still got two bits left. Ah, oh, you're a good one. Um, I've still got two bits left, but I love cold pizza. Yeah, you know so that? I. I'll eat that just before I go to bed, I think. Good. Good. And they brought you a pudding as well, didn't they? Oh, a chalky pudding with custard and a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Oh. Good. Magic. I'm, I'm glad Absolutely you got it. Magic. And did it tide you over for today? That's the main thing that I was, you know, worried you hadn't eaten for a couple of days. Oh, it got me. I admit it made the, the walk down a parkhead um, all the more bearable, you know. Good. Something in my stomach. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. How's your day been then? Tell me all about it. Um, oh, the, the food bank, the, the people, they couldn't be nicer, but the, the, the actual bags that they give you are, they're, they're like, they're actually... They look paper. They look paper bags. Right. And it's a it's a couple of they have got handles, but uh, one of them burst on the way up the road. Are you joking? There was rice over the pavement, and but um, <laughs> I managed to um, salvage half of the bag of rice, you know. Yeah. Um, because. Um, it's valuable to me, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, what a flipping waste if it went on the car, on the floor just because they give you crappy bags. Yeah. <laughs> Aye. Uh, you're talking about love. You're talking about... Um, uh, uh, well, I'm talking about unrequited love. Oh, go on, uh, tell me. God. In fact, hang on a minute. It's quite a big subject. Can we do a quick break and you yeah. hang on and then we'll come back to you? Is that all right? That's fine, that's fine. Stay tuned, because I think this is going to be a good one. 0344-499-1000. Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Late Night with Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. 03444991000. It's not just late night with me, Catherine Boyle. I've also got Stephen in Glasgow on the phone and he's about to tell us. You wanted to talk about unrequited love, is that right, Stephen? Yeah, that's right. Go yeah. on, tell me. Well, I was a bit of a young buck at the time. This would have been about <laughs> 20 years ago when I was working in um, the warehouse and mm-hmm. the boot market. And um, I go for a certain type of girl. It, it, she's got to have brown hair. It's got to be long. She's got to have brown eyes. And for some reason, I always seem to go for a boss eye. <laughs> I, I love a girl with a boss eye. Do you know what? I completely understand it. I completely understand it. I'm quite partial to a big nose. <laughs> I've got a big... <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> anyway, anyway... Um, We'd managed to steal a wee five. No, at, at, at this point, she's seven. I think she was about seven years younger than me. Right. I'm not going to mention her name, but she was from Coatbridge, um, and we managed to steal a wee five. She knew I let, She she knew I was crazy about her, you know. But um, I think she was just after a good time. Oh. And. Uh, me, I, 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 she, she seemed to be a lot more experienced than I was. Um, I'd only been, I'd only kissed one other girl before that, and that that was when I was about seventeen or something. And by this time, I'm what twenty four, twenty five. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I led a, a, a really sheltered life. You were choosy, um, don't say that. You were just choosy. There's nothing wrong no, with that. No. <laughs> um, anyway, I must have been standing too far away from her and she pulled me towards her, you know, with the sort of force that a man should 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 pull a woman towards, you know, the, the other way around. Yeah. You know, as if I'll show you what to do, sort of thing, and that sort of... Um, I don't know, that, that, that sort of dented my confidence, <laughs> you what, know. She was, like she was too forward for you? Yeah, I, she was, I, I. And, but afterwards, um, oh, some of the, some of the, sto- some of the stories, um, oh, he's a terrible kisser, he's a resistant. Oh, was a, no. He was fumbling, he was, oh, I was crestfallen, I was, um, <laughs> I, I took two weeks off holiday just because of it. Because you were so um, embarrassed. Oh, God. Yeah. Poor lad. <laughs> I still think about it and I still have dreams about it. Oh, God. Oh. Um, well, I here's the thing. You can't treat people like that. That's not on. But she was 17. Not... Maybe she's grown up since then. Aye, maybe. Aye. 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 Maybe. Hopefully. Aye. I think I'll be single for the, the rest of my, my days now. How, how old are you now, Stephen? Best plan. I'm 44. You still got ages. Aye. Um, I, I don't know if I told you. I, 
uh, I drank. I, I don't. I can't really handle my alcohol, yeah. and I, I drank two cans of Budweiser. I shaved my beard off, and I shaved. I wondered my... where you were going then, Stephen. I've never been more delighted to hear the word beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I look, look across between Billy Corg, uh, Billy Corgan, and Frank Blackface. The pictures. <laughs> Listen, that is a look, and some women will be into that. <laughs> like, remember that guy from Midnight Oil? Uh, no, I'm going to look him up. Who is it? Beds are burning. Uh, how can we sleep while our beds are burning? Oh, yeah? You look like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe not as handsome as him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not exactly handsome. <laughs> Listen, again, it's a look. And also, it's you know what the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is? With that? About two weeks. <laughs> let, it, let it grow. Yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a beanie than I'm wearing. Yeah, God, it's a bit cold. I was going to say, I, I tend to do stupid things like cut all my hair off. I had really short hair for a while. And I'd always do it in winter and then think, what am I thinking? What am I thinking <laughs> with my cold neck and cold ears? Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I think, you know, 44, you've still got plenty of time. And you're sorting stuff out now, aren't you, Stephen? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm getting my... I'm getting linked in with social services and um, they're, they're a good help. Yeah. And um, I, I, I don't want it. I, I, I don't know if I want to mention this or not. Um, don't then if you don't want to, but you can. Uh, it's uh, it's <laughs> lyrics for a Weezer song. It's Say It Ain't So. Um, it, it, is Ian going to be here after... Are you and Ian going to be here after March? Uh, I should think so. I mean, everything's a little bit uncertain at the moment. We'll see. Oh. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. But listen, don't worry about that. We're just thinking one day at a time at this point, aren't we, Stephen? Aye. All right? That's aye, one day at a time. And while we're still here, you can ring us whenever you want. I mean, obviously between 10 and 1, but you can ring us any time you want. And, uh... Well, I'll listen. If you're 10 to 1, I'll listen. Um, I listen to Mike Graham and I listen to Daryl and I listen to Martin. I don't listen to James. I used to. I used to like James, but James is all right. Well, let's not. Let's not because I. You know, I don't like talking about people when they're not here. But anyway, oh, no, I know. You can't like everyone, and people can't please everyone all the time, Stephen. Uh, right. Anyway, it's nice to hear from you. I'm glad the pizza went down well. We've got to get you some decent bags though, because that's no good, is it? No, it's no, no. No. Bless no. Right. Will we talk on Monday? We will. All Aye. Right. You look after yourself this weekend, all right? Right, you too. Take care, Stephen. Bye-bye. 03444991000. Hello, Pete. Hello, Catherine. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. Nice to hear from you. Yeah. No, it, it's been a while. Work kind of... Yeah. And, I, isn't, I, and I, isn't that a beautiful I, thing to say after what you've been through? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, but it... it I'm getting back into. It was the one thing I I, I sort of thought when I got to. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to stay up listening to <laughs> listening to the radio anymore. <laughs> listening to two idiots talking absolute balls for the most part. I'll tell you what, you've probably not missed very much, Pete. But it's nice to hear. Well, from I've, I've not missed anything because it it then kind of is sort of the on and off soundtrack to the rest of my day. Oh, right, so. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to miss a minute of this thing. Well, exactly. Anyway, what have you got for us today, Pete? Um, yeah, I was just just thinking about something. What you were saying last night—the yeah. um, the story about the parents who 
I mean, basically wanted to spend an hour a week with their kids on their own, you know, yeah. um, the two twins. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I, I was too tired to ring up last night, but it, it did make me think about me and my own sister. I mean, my sister's 18 months or so younger than me. Right. Um, and we, I mean... The way I the way the way it is in my head, it might not have been in reality, is that basically from sort of four o'clock onwards when we got home from school, it would just be blazing rows through to nine thirty, ten o'clock when it was time to go to bed. It was for a good, you know, four or five. I mean, you know, we re- we get on really well now. Now that we've both grown up and sort of have our own lives and distance going on. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's like a constant battle for supremacy when you're a kid and your ages are that close. Me and my sister are about two and a half years apart and I think that was just six months, about six months too close. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, my my sister's got two kids now and I think they're about, the difference between them is about three years. And I I think, I mean, there's there's sort of the odd tension starting to brew, but yeah, I I think that's going to be a lot better when they hit their teenage years than... Than we work. It's not even that. So yeah. my kids are three years apart, and they are definite different age groups. So yeah. they're not. One is interested in something that the other one will be interested in in, in maybe a year, two time. But they've all got. They've both got their own things. The younger one does think that she's the same age as the other one sometimes. <laughs> but they've got definite roles. And I remember when I was pregnant, I could say to the the, the eldest can you help me, you know, this is our baby, I want you to help me out with our baby. And she took took ownership of it rather than yeah. suddenly, you know, your mum can't pick you up whenever you want and you're still a baby and, and you're being kind of shoved out, which is unfortunately the way a lot of little kids see it. That's it, yeah. I mean, my, my sister's eldest, I think he, he, he was just old enough to kind of, to understand. I mean... There are times when I, I think he, I think he bottles a lot of resentment in sometimes. Oh, that healthy you know, just, thing. <laughs> yeah. We all do. Yeah, I think he's, he, 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 yeah, he bottles a lot in. I think. I mean, he's he's only five, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just little things you notice. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, generally he's he's really helpful and sort of because yeah because he knows what's going on. He sort of. I mean, he adores his sister. Yeah, for the most part, until he doesn't, like my kids. You know, they're normal. And, you know, to be honest, the young one can be quite annoying. And so can the older one. The the problem we have is the young one is annoying and the older one is kind of... um, Maybe, actually, talking, talking about it here, it's quite obvious why she's the way she is. Because... This is our baby, right? So sometimes I have to tell the older one, listen, you don't need to tell her off, I'm her mother, I'll sort that out. It's my fault. Mm. I've realised just now... It's oh, that, that whole thing of, um, yeah, she feels like she has to kind of um, be the r- uh, ringmaster sometimes and keep the younger one sure. uh, in, in check. But obviously, I've encouraged that. Ah, oh, man. This is the thing, just, right? Yeah. You think you've got it sorted as a parent and you've kind of ironed out the thing your parents <laughs> missed, but you just find another loop for them to go through, you know? Well, it, it, it's that poem, isn't it? The one, the one that I, yes. I can't say on air. But, you know, they mess you up, your mum and dad. They may yeah. not mean to, but they do. It's true. Yeah. It's cause... Yeah, it, it, they're always failing in, in different ways to how their parents, sometimes the same ways, but, yeah, it's and then you'll make different mistakes to them. It's yeah. the circle of life, I suppose. But, yeah. yeah, it took me a long time to get over the stuff with my sister. I, I think I carry, I sort of carried having been sort of quote-unquote bad brother around with me for a long time. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's only once I started counselling, and it, it didn't help much. But the one thing it did help, I kind of said to my sister, "I was an ass to you for like five years straight, and I am sorry." Yeah, I've had a very similar conversation with my sister. I realised yeah. that all the childhood stories were me being an ass, and I think some of it is unfair, and I think there is some resentment from her that she sees me as having been mm. the golden child, whereas I don't think... I think because I was, it was assumed I was more sensible, I was kind of left to get on with things and she was looked after a bit more carefully. But then that's, you know, that's kids' perspective that you can't... You know, I'm 44, uh, 42 and still thinking like this, but do you know what I mean? It's different perspectives. Yeah. And I've had the conversation with my sister about, you know, when we were teenagers, I was awful to her. Mm. I think she was pretty horrible to me at times as well but as the older one you kind of feel more responsible and also if you're trying to sort of um be a better person yourself a bit of personal growth it's not about saying i'm sorry but you did this you know you've got to get rid of no. the but so i'm sorry no, well you know and in, in, in hindsight you know i i i sort of realized that i was taking a you know i, I was sort of getting picked on and things at school and i would just take it out on my sister yeah. You, yeah, without that being the intention yeah i think that happens um, a lot I think yeah. it's, a lot of it is about powerlessness. And um, we had a really nice moment, actually. I told you that I went to um, my auntie's funeral a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And um, I was there on my own. My sister and her husband were there because she, her mother-in-law was looking after the children. So I was there by myself. And as we walked in, I, I got quite upset. Uh, like the music and all the people and all that sort of stuff. And I sort of burst yeah. into tears. And then I felt my sister grab my hand. Oh. And she's not massively demonstrative, my sister. And, you know, it, we're more of a laughy, jokey, taking the mickey out of each other kind mm. of relationship. But that meant the world to me, and I've not told her, and I must tell her. But, but she... I think it, it, it's like you said, I think, last night, isn't it, that, you know, people, in those moments, people know what they need, you know, they know their role, they know what they need to, yeah. to do. It's, yeah. Yeah, it was just really beautiful. Oh, I've got to, I've got to send her a text message. You just reminded me. <laughs> Pete, we are ironing out so many of my issues now. I'm going to have to sit up from this sofa and... Um... I'm charged by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so nice to hear from you. And it's nice to hear you sounding kind of upbeat and the work's going well and everything. It's going... Yeah, it's going all right. It's got ups and downs, but it, and it's, it's, it's a hard slog sometimes. But yeah. it's... Yeah. It, it, it's, it's paying and, you know, it's... Yeah. It's work, Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm feeling the whole January thing. I mean, I, I've sort of gone and up to my antidepressants at the doctors and things today. So it, yeah, things aren't things aren't great, but they're they're not. They're manageable. Worse. Yeah, they're yeah. manageable. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm glad, Pete. Thanks for giving us a ring. I appreciate it. What are you looking forward yeah. to next? What have you got coming up? That's well, that's the question, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I mean I've got to say, TV wise, there's a you know the cards. The Picard spin-off show just started. Yeah, I've seen people raving about that. I really enjoyed the first episode. I have some reservations about where it might be going and things, but I, I really I enjoyed the first episode. Good. You know, Hold on to that. I, I do wonder with something as iconic as like Jean-Luc Picard whether you can only ever be slightly disappointed because it's just... I think so, but they're, they're very purposefully not just doing, you know, Next Generation 2. It's... It's a completely different style of story, and it's yeah. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, with I, reservations. All right, good. That sounds good to me, Pete. You got this. Is the thing I'm trying to hold on to for this year. Look for the joy. Find something brilliant in every yeah. day, even if it's just like you know, taking your shoes off and having some slippers or whatever. It sounds stupid, but 
I've been padding around in my bare feet for years and years, and I've got these pair, this pair of slippers now, and it feels like luxury. It feels, it feels. I, it, I might try that. Like walking on a cloud. But yeah, well, this this is the first of four days off for me because I, I do four on, four off. So Beautiful. I've got I've got three days to look forward to. Good. Enjoy them. Enjoy them and treat yourself nicely. Have a good night. It's a great show. Oh, thanks, Pete. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We can talk about whatever you want. We've been talking a bit about revenge. I've got some other bits and bobs, uh, such as a Tinder SOS, a ghost tribe, a plane crash ride where you can sample the horror of plunging to your death. I mean, why you'd want to do that, I don't know, but I know some of you are perverts. Uh, the voice of the mummy. Have you heard that? Oh, it's brilliant. I'll tell you about that in just a second. Uh, Banana men. Eric would not approve. And Singsbury's, the man who says, it's just my name. It's got absolutely nothing to do with that certain supermarket chain. Honest. 03444991000, though, is the number. If you just want to chew the fat, I've got plenty of it here if you want. Uh, give us a call. You can text uh, 87222. Just make sure you start your text with the word talk. And that will cost you 25p plus your standard network charge. Or alternatively, if you want to tweet, you can do either at Talk Radio or at Flipping Calf. Or both. Cover both those bases. Um, I'm going to be here till one o'clock. Why don't you join me? Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.